We're gonna write a book about everything. So many things that we can explore. Documented in a series of podcasts. I'm not sure what we're doing this for. Flat 29's big book of everything. Burn all the textbooks because they're obsolete. It's our attempt to rewrite history by making podcasts every other week. Hi, I'm Greep shipping magnate Stavros Niarchos. I'm meteorological optics scientist Les Cowley. And I'm colonial architect and builder Richard Tolliver. And every other week we present for you a selection of our favourite waltzes, accompanied by readings from OK Magazine, adding some mild profanities where appropriate. Despite this, everything we've just said until this point has been untrue, as we're Flat 29 and this podcast is about lies. So, what kind of lies have you guys told in your life then? Big or small, what are your favourite lies that you've told? One of the most awkward lies is when you're in a job interview and you have to lie. Sure. Basically, it's like one big lie, isn't it, a job interview? You're like, yeah, I'm amazing. And what's your bad (laughs) points? Probably that I'm so amazing. Um, (laughs) I always say that. My stock answer to the question, what are your weaknesses, is that sometimes I just work too hard... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Always works. I remember one of the worst, um, awkwardest times I had was one of my, um, you know, when you go to university, you go to like, sometimes as they have like an interview. Sure. And things like that. Um, and one of them was for in Bath, because I, I thought I was going to go to Bath University to do this electronic music course. Okay. And I just got backed into a corner because this guy was sort of already saying like, oh, I'm not sure from what I've listened to here this um, that you're going to be right for this course. And he was like, what sort of music? <laughs> Do you like <laughs> and because it, it was electric it was specifically like crazy electronic music so I was like I bet you said something like Aphex Twin here are the guys that do push the button push the button what sugar babes <laughs> no not that one <laughs> no it's Chem- <laughs> is it Chemical Brothers that's it that's the one I went and that was all I could think of I was like yeah oh, no. I really like Chemical Brothers and um, it was probably only 10 minutes and it felt like a lifetime um, overall, um, I'm just not very good at lying, though. Um, no. I'm renowned in my family to be a secret giveaway. Oh, really? Like, no no one tells me anything <laughs> if they don't want it to be blurted out. Is it because you are sort of careless and it just falls out of your mouth accidentally? Or is it because you're just so enthusiastic you've just got to tell everyone? It's the enthusiasm. It's also, like, I'm quite a true person, I feel, I'd like to think. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Of course. You're a reliable, trustworthy man. I like things out in the open. You'd be a good investigative journalist, Rich. Okay. What, because I'd be, like, uncovering all the... The bloody secrets. <laughs> that would be the title of your column. <laughs> You'd be good to go undercover, like in a maybe a drugs ring. I don't know about yeah. that, because they'd ask him some sort of question about his cover story, and he'd be like, no, I'm just undercover here. <laughs> that is yeah, true. That's true, I really shouldn't go undercover. <laughs> so, do you like drugs? No, but I really like the Chemical Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate lie. The thing about drug dealers is they love the Chemical Brothers. Yeah, they love chemicals and they are a band of brothers. Is that what the film The Band of Brothers is about? 
Yeah, it's about Chemical Brothers. The Chemical Brothers yeah. taking drugs, basically. It's, <laughs> it's a harrowing war stories all set to some block rocking beats. <laughs> is that them? Do they do that? It song? is. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was Fat Boy Slimmels. You should not be on an electronic music course, Rich. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is the thing. <laughs> so, to anyone who's um, worried about getting their uni placement this year, just don't mention the Chemical Brothers in any interview. <laughs> For God's sake, don't mention them. It will render your UCAS points useless. Apple juice from concentrates. We used to be best mates. Apple juice from concentrates. You haven't caught in weeks. And we. Now, when children are very young, you have to sometimes tell them white lies to help protect them from the harsh and unforgiving real world. Uh, so if we end up having children, not necessarily with each other, uh, I wonder how good we're going to be at this. I'm going to paint a picture for you guys, okay? Right. Uh, Rich, you're the dad. Okay. Me and Charlie are adorable and innocent children, and we're going to ask you some difficult questions. And you've got to <laughs> lie to us to protect us from the truth. Dad, were you making funny noises in your bedroom last night? Yes, I was strangling a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> because strangling a cat is a lot nicer than the thing I was actually doing. <laughs> but what so, has the cat done to you? Um, cats. Are... Was it my cat? Where's mittens? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, where do babies come from? Babies come from Northampton. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just a really understated place, and it's just sort of like in the middle of ev- the universe. And so it's literally the closest place for, that's fair for everyone to have to go to to collect their child. So, Northampton. I think you've established there that Rich would make quite a weird dad. Uh, let's move on. Charlie, me and Rich are going to assume the role of children and ask you some difficult questions. Let's see how Charlie deals with this. Dad, what are these strange long balloons I found on your bedside table? Well, Richard, you know how you have monsters under your bed? Well, under adults' beds, there are clowns. And sometimes these clowns like to come out at night. And, um, you know, rather than have a bucket of uh, little paper squares to throw at you, they sometimes like to do uh, balloon animals. My friend Dave said that you put them on your willy! Yes, well, you see, the... um, In order to make the balloons in some of the more fantastic shapes, you have to uh, warm them up, preferably to body temperature. And um, the clown was going for a snake. That's a shit clown. Dad, what's two girls, one cup? That is a video. (laughs) Basically, strange people on the internet like to make videos. And this one is two girls and they're thirsty. And so they decided they would like to make a cup of tea. (laughs) You sound great! They only have one cup, so they have to uh, share the cup. (laughs) I'm going to watch it right now! (laughs) Yay! Podcast! Uh, Let's talk about lie detection. There are lie detectors that people use in TV shows. What Mm -hmm. would you do if you had one of these lie detectors? I would, um, before I go on, I'd take some drugs or I would take some alcohol, which is a form of drug, just to sort of relax me a bit. Okay. Um, Because I'm not very good at telling lies, but maybe if I was relaxed, I wouldn't be like going... That's my heart. Well, was be that quicker the Chemical that. Brothers? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
Yeah, so I'd have to have something to relax me. There's probably something sure. better than that. What's that date rape drug? <laughs> what, date rape yourself? And then, yeah, uh, and then I think on. that does more than just relax you, Rich, unfortunately. You'd be better off with diazepam or something like that that slows your heart rate down. Okay, well, that one. Marzipan to slow my heart rate down. <laughs> Marzipan. I know you didn't say that. I said that for comedy. That's what this is. Anyway, you talk now, Charlie. <laughs> plan. this is bloody comedy. This is what you wanted, isn't it? I actually uh, got given one of those polygraph tests once. Did you? Yeah, they like hooked me up to it. They put like these little things on your fingers to collect like electronic pulses and then like one over your heart and things so they can monitor your heart rate. So why, hang on, why was this, Charlie? Why were you under a polygraph test? This is all very sinister. Yeah. It's part of an ongoing investigation. Yeah, I, I'm not really supposed to talk about it. Uh, no, it was when I went to uh, um, America, one of the times I was going through customs, they took exception to me having dual nationality, and they pulled me oh, into really? one of the side rooms. Yeah. Wow. Classic. I'd love yeah, to see that. It wasn't particularly fun. It delayed my journey no. by like three hours, because there was a lot of sitting about. What kind of questions did they ask you then, Charlie? Oh, it was just like about um, kind of, you know, why I was there, what, what my motives were, I've come out, why they've been out of the country so long. <laughs> you haven't called, you haven't written, <laughs> been worried sick. Well, the topic of lie detectors quite elegantly takes us on to this week's Flat 20 rhyme. Wicked, let's do it. It's time for another Flat 29 hit, a comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit. Damn girl, you're looking flat 25 But when we're in the club, we're spinning flat 20 rhymes Cos when we're in the club, we're dropping flat, flat 20, 20 rhymes And when we're eating breakfast, dropping flat, flat 20, 20 rhymes And when we're in the bath, dropping flat, flat 20, 20 rhymes. rhymes Now on this podcast, drop some flat 20 rhymes So Flat 20 Rhymes is the section where in each chapter we make a brand new song about the topic This topic lies, Rich, you've done a song, tell us about it Right, well, this week I've decided to do the song in a reggae style um, not because uh, reggae has any sort of connotation with lies. But just because you were in a reggae mood. Yeah, I was in a reggae mood. And um, what I've done is essentially this song is about a couple who um, basically go on the Jeremy Kyle show and have a lie detector test. Oh, right. Okay. But, but in, in a reggae the, style. In a reggae style, yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> also, this isn't just reggae, is it? Isn't this a cappella reggae? It is a cappella reggae. There's no <laughs> instruments in this song. This sounds ambitious. I'm intrigued. It's all done with the human voice. Uh, there's some references in here, I will warn, that you might not get unless you've watched Jeremy Carl. So I'm <laughs> oh, alienating... <laughs> There's a specific lyric that alienates anyone who's not watched Jeremy Carl, but if you have watched it, you'll think it's ready bloody hilarious. <laughs> okay, so here is Telling Lies, brackets, Pretty Pretty Lady. Telling Lies, Pretty Pretty Lady, Telling Lies. Pretty lady, when I 
satellite detector is on. Jesse started saying it was all my fault. He said, You don't give her the attention that she needs. Then the audience started yelling at me. Telling lies. Pretty, pretty lady. She's telling me lies. Pretty, pretty lady. No use fighting, there's no need to shout Let's go back with Graham, try to sort things out Maybe one day I can regain my trust But that means that my pretty lady must Stop telling lies Pretty, pretty lady She's telling me lies Pretty, pretty lady Telling lies Pretty, pretty lady She's telling me lies Pretty, pretty lady <laughs> I love those echo vocals Yeah? Uh, thank you Good stuff. So what was the line? What was the line that was a Jeremy Kyle? Well, if you've watched Jeremy Kyle You'll know that um, on the show They've got like, I think he's some sort of Psychiatrist or something or something. He's called Graham Oh, yeah, oh, okay. says, let's go back with Graham and what, quite often what he does is like Je- Jezza he goes are you going to go out that door and just F off or are you going <laughs> to go out that door and sort your life out go back with Graham and discuss things <laughs> it's just funny there's this guy called Graham I like um, the accent that you're doing in that one, Rich, because it's not any accent that I've it, ever heard. It's just before. like a slightly <laughs> odd. You drift in and out of like nothing. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? I spend my whole working life learning how to bake, but I just can't bake a cake on the We talked um, a little bit about lies to make life easier. I think one area that I often find myself in is the when you have to lie about sport to real men who know about sport. I mean, I know about sport, but I know what you mean because my brother's like that. And he do you know about pep. sport? Yeah, I know about sport. You never told me this. Yeah, sport. He's lying. No, He's no, lying. I do. I I know about sport. Go I'm on like... then. Who's who was the latest team to beat um, the other team in the league? But you, you obviously don't know. I mean, I could recite <laughs> to you. Um, I know Chelsea beat Man U two one yesterday. How and do you they've know? They've gone top this? of the league. I feel like you've been leading some kind of double life. Well, before I did anything like to do, this is like my biography now. <laughs> before I did anything to do with music, I was a very sport orientated man. Um, boy, man, boy, <laughs> yeah, man, boy. <laughs> Sports people just love sports. Um, they can't I think that's compre- a fair comment, Rich. They can't comprehend anyone that doesn't <laughs> like any sort of sport or all types of sport. But I think that, you know, we, we really like music and stuff and we probably yeah. find it difficult to comprehend someone who doesn't have any interest in music. But, you know... I'm one of these weird people who sort of... I've got to... You could be an envoy to the sporting world. What, for music? Yeah. You could be like our ambassador. Basically, I should probably write the World Cup tune for South <laughs> That's Africa what we're getting down to. Yeah. This is what this is all leading up to. Actually, I was... Um, in the running. I am in the running because there's this website where you can um, upload like a track. But they're not having an official song, Rich. How can you be in the running? They are having they're an not. official song. They are. There's they're a not. website. What, what song, Rich? What song have you put up? 
I put up a song called Scoring the Goals. <laughs> I want to hear that song. Uh, you know, it could be the anthem of the summer. Could well be. Or it could just rest on my desktop for eternity. <laughs> As so many big hits we so will we'll have for the rest of my life. It's yeah. the resting place of number ones. What is your favourite lie to tell when you are calling in sick for work? What I like to do is uh, use a bit of reverse psychology. So I <laughs> ring them up and I go, why aren't you at work? <laughs> and that just freaks them out. And they're like, I don't know. And they end up apologising to you. To you, yeah, to me, yeah. Say, to me, try to, that you, one. to me, to you, to you. To you. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when one of the Chuckle Brothers is off work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you get in to replace one of them, though? They're fairly irreplaceable. That's difficult. Who would you use to replace one of the Chuckle Brothers? Stalin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. the practicalities of that are difficult. Exactly. I can't see Stalin riding around in one of these cycle-powered buggies. It's probably one of the reasons that communism's failed. That's it? a deal. <laughs> That's a deal breaker for Stalin. <laughs> hey, I've just thought of exactly who should do it. Who? Dick Van Dyke. Yes. Yes. He's older, but that would be good. And it would give him yet another chance to wheel out his shit accent. Yeah, it would. And, and his son yeah. is called Barry, so it would just be like, you know... <laughs> it would be like he was filming Diagnosis Murder anyway. Yeah. What would be called Diagnosis Chuckle? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about one of the Chuckle brothers is terminally ill. And, uh, <laughs> and they have to find out who did it to him. Or whether it was just of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that idea. Take the Chuckle Brothers and put them in a kind of harrowing scenario. Because <laughs> they're not used to it, are they? It would put them on the back foot. Don't go into the light, Barry. Come to me. <laughs> to you. To me. <laughs> to you. And he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be heartbreaking. It would be heartbreaking. I'm getting sad just thinking about it. Yeah, because Barry's a method actor. <laughs> when he's filming a series he's just in that annoying fucking idiot character the whole time <laughs> yeah. that's why he doesn't get any it. other work that's why he's single <laughs> i think he's married with kids there in reality so. what's the other guy's name paul and barry oh right okay of course is that's their real names i think literally they are literally called chuckle aren't they is it a documentary <laughs> yeah there's no is. way their surname is actually chuckle <laughs> i'm pretty sure though because i mean i'm it's not Elliot. watching it ever again have oh. you looked it up <laughs> okay well i that's shit isn't it i'm never watching it again <laughs> well i think this should be a regular feature <laughs> what how, what how, is this? What, it, what is this that we're doing that should be regular? <laughs> I think just how um, the Chuckle Brothers would relate to any of the topics is a regular feature. <laughs> A little Flat 29 history lesson here, but we used to do a radio show back when we were at university in around about 2006, 2007, uh, for which we had some ill-advised features. One was called (laughs) Misconception of the Week, okay? Uh, I've still got the jingle. This is a very old jingle for a section called Misconception of the Week. Here it is. What's that? Misconception of the Week. 
So misconception of the week was a section that we thought up, which would we'd basically we'd give a new misconception every week, and it never really worked. But we're going to try it again now and see if it works this time. So I've got some misconceptions here for you guys, and I'm going to read them out, and essentially you're going to go, oh, and then we'll have nothing to talk about. <laughs> you ready for this? That's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. Here we go. Uh, sugar does not cause hyperactivity in children. Double-blind trials will show no difference in behaviour between children given full sugar-free diets or children on normal high-sugar diets. What do you think about that? Bloody hmm. hell. Did you just say double-blind child then? <laughs> double-blind Giles. He's uh, the guy who does most of the scientific yeah, tests. Yeah, he moment. does all the tests. <laughs> if you've ever heard one of these surveys, it's always double-blind Giles. <laughs> I didn't trust his source material. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's... He, he can't like read his case notes beforehand. I'm not sure he knows fully what he's testing. <laughs> so we, we've chosen a guy to conduct all of the scientific experiments in the UK, and he's blind. Oh god! <laughs> but so double blind Giles says this. So all these times that my mum told me that I can't drink coke before bed, I can and I should. Maybe I probably. It's not should. the sugar though, is it? It's the e, e numbers in coke. I don't think you've yeah, got but... an argument for coke, to be honest. I don't know. No, I think we should consult Double Blind Giles. <laughs> okay, uh, Rich, for this section, you are now the character of Double Blind Giles. Okay. <laughs> uh, Double Blind Giles, is it the E numbers that make you go hyperactive when you drink Coke? No, it's the CO2. I thought you were going to do a voice, to be honest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's, let's try that again. <laughs> Can't Charlie do it? I'm not very good at voices. Charlie practically sounds like a scientist anyway. <laughs> he does sound like a scientist. Okay, Charlie. Uh, right, we've got double blind Giles on the line. Um, what is it about Coke that's bad? Well, Daniel, I, I do believe that uh, <laughs> the, the, Charlie is in fact right. And it, it is the oh. numbers and the caffeine would be one that would have an effect on... I should have known that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I should have done. What's that? Misconception of the week. Uh, it's a common misconception that sleepwalkers should not be awakened. No. Uh, apparently, when a true when a person wakes up from sleepwalking, they might be confused or disorientated, but they're not going to like die or freak out or whatever they're meant to happen. It's fine, Shit. basically. That's not. Whoa. He said that. Whoa. I can't believe uh, it. Wikipedia said that. <laughs> Do you know what? I feel like a right chump now because <laughs> whenever anyone talks about sleepwalking, I always go, yeah, and you're not supposed to wake them up, are you? Is that your stock fact? That's my stock fact. But anyway, now I just feel like a dick. Well, it could still be the case because <laughs> if you've got these misconceptions from Wikipedia, which is the home of misconceptions in itself. <laughs> it is, that is true. This could be a double blind misconception. Misconception of the week. It's a common myth that the earthworm becomes two worms when cut in half. This is not correct. <laughs> Apparently, an earthworm can survive being bisected, but only half of the worm will live. The other half is just going to die. So that, I mean, that completely ruins a charming story from when my, my brother and I were about four, and we were in the garden, literally went out with kitchen scissors, dug up all the worms we could find, and chopped them in half. Oh and so my I was like, god! What are you doing? Oh we were god, like, we're making more. Like, we just went. We, you we're were make... a child psychopath. I, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had I had a magnifying glass over the ants, but that's taken it to another level. I mean, if I did that to Dan, it wouldn't kill him, would I? I mean, I might give him 
he's like burning somehow. To be honest, I probably wouldn't stay still long enough for that to happen. Well, I tie you down. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> you're still in some way a psychopath then. <laughs> yeah, probably. The, the, the point was, I'm not sure what we're doing, and we said we're making more of them. You know, we genuinely thought oh, we were helping the worms by making more actually, of them by chopping them all in half. That is adorable and worrying. Basically, now you've you just maimed a lot of worms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't really a nice thing to do at all. <laughs> really, you should do something to make up for it. How can you atone for that kind of worm-based crime? Maybe I can start mating worms and actually make more worms. You could just uh, become mate with a worm and play <laughs> and play worms what the game worms i suppose you could play that with them but it's a bit violent i think you've done enough torturing worms in your life charlie yeah. okay can we do it with something else then like stag beetles or something <laughs> but then we could get little knights and fix them on the back of the stag beetles and the flying ants could be like the raf oh, the insect wars it'd be an amazing thing who's who's the enemy of the ants they hate powder don't they ants because if you know you get, you get that you powder get an ant powder yeah but it's a specific pa- kind of powder isn't it yeah don't just put talc all over them you can just use talc no you can't we need um, an independent expert to verify all these things that we okay. say yeah. well if you know how you can kill an ant <laughs> yeah, well, what's the question I've forgotten what are we asking is it any sort of powder that can kill an ant yeah can any sort <laughs> Sorry, of powder kill an ant because I think any sort of powder can Okay, that's the options. Any sort of powder or a specific powder. How do you kill an ant? That's weird, isn't it? Like, if if powder is the ant's enemy, that's weird, isn't it? Powder. There's bloody loads of powder, isn't there? There's bloody loads of ants. (laughs) What an excellent summary of the situation. Problem with powder is... Powder obviously hasn't got a life of its own, so powder needs allies to help it distribute itself. So I think powder's going to lose. Well, they might win the uh, battle, but they're not winning the war. Talking about a subject, going off topic a bit. Dan said something funny, Charlie laughed and so did Rich. Now, in our previous chapter, we had a section called Rave Recap, where we had a recap of the previous podcast in the form of a rave. This time we're expanding that. In the week, we had a review of our podcast by another podcast called Edgy Podcast Reviews. Uh, and they reviewed our podcast. And what we've done is taken that audio and set it to a rave beat. And this is a section that we're going to call our Rave Reviews. Flat 29's big book of everything. You have Dan, Charlie and Rich. Rich. They're rewriting history. <laughs> They're re-going over everything. They are. I've given them a moment of silence for my deep respect of the amount of work that they do. There's no nothing I can really find at fault. Wow. And it's entertaining that if they keep going, see they say to episode 20. So they make it to episode 20, what are you going to do? I'm going to give them a five. So what is it right now? Four and a half. That was banging. And if you'd like to hear the whole review, get on down to edgypodcastreviews.com and listen to their episode 94. Right, now the time in our lives where it is most fine to lie is to insurance companies. If there's any insurance companies listening, then of course I don't actually mean that. But to everyone else, I do mean that. So let's say our house was burned down because we left maybe an open bonfire in the middle of our living room uh, and the house went up in flames. Uh, How are we going to get out of this? What are we going to tell the insurance company? Um, I think we should probably tell them that uh, our dog rolled in a dead cat. (laughs) 
and then set the house on fire. I think we need context for this. That's going to be okay. before, before we started this podcast, we were about for about half an hour, Rich went off and had to deal with an issue, which we later found out that... What happened, Rich? Basically, what happened is my fiance went out walking her dog and it rolled in a dead cat. And <laughs> which is just such a weird Which sounds sentence. weird, but basically, if you can imagine, this cat's been there for a while... And he rolled oh. in it, and he came back in, and he stank. So basically, we had to haze him down in the shower. wasn't very pretty, but... Um, it was a very bizarre start to any podcast. Wait, when you say in the shower, you mean, like, under the hose, not actually in the shower, right? <laughs> <laughs> Singing away. Yeah, in the shower. I mean, I said use a haze outside, oh. but I don't think they've got one. Well, what me and Charlie were thinking is that if your dog then rolled in a dead cow and kind of just kept going up the food chain, then it would get better. (laughs) Well, well, if I can just describe, like, it wasn't like I could see, like, a paw on his shoulder or something. (laughs) (laughs) It just, he just looked a bit shiny on his back. (laughs) Shiny with death. (laughs) Smelt like death. But, um, but like you guys rightly said, this should be the brand new number one excuse. Yeah. Get rid of dogs ate my homework. Uh, dog dog rolled in a dead cat. <laughs> What's good is that it just frays the person off. It's like, your house bent down because your dog rolled in a cat. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be some follow-up questions, but it's certainly like going to get them on the back foot. I like it that it's, you just say, my dog rolled in a cat, and then don't explain it unless prompted. <laughs> some people will just go, yeah, all right. <laughs> Best stay I like, away I like from this that guy. One. He's confident. He's confident. What you could say was um, like to fake the whole lie thing. You could say that Ray Mears set fire to your house because he's so bloody good at starting fires. He could set fire to a house. He wouldn't even need to be in the same country as the house. Yeah, he'd just click his fingers. I met I met Ray Mears once. I was on um, some like trip for school. And we had to like. Um, it was like an orienteering course thing, and he was like the coach for like what to do if you get lost. No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, seriously, it was crazy. It was like it was years and years ago, like before he went on TV to do stuff. Charlie did go to a posh school. It's not unheard of. It was, um, it was like a CCF thing. So we went to um, this place called Gibraltar Barracks, which is like one of the army military bases near me, and he was there. It wasn't like an in-depth course. He gave like a five-minute safety briefing because he was hanging around. Why is Ray Mears hanging around school children? Ah, oh, he's just not. Out himself is he um bear grills came to our school once um and taught us how to <laughs> why is explorers come to all your schools no one came to my school exploring. we didn't get he, shit at all he taught us how to eat a raw fish <laughs> you're just lying now rich with a minimum amount of spillage stop trying to one-up me with your lies it's true <laughs> No, it's not. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good lyric, Charlie. Stop trying to one up me with, with your, your lies. lies. <laughs> Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. Now let's find out who's been getting in touch with us in the last couple of weeks since our last podcast. Now we've got a letter here from listener Tristan, who writes to us on the topic of lying, saying the following. As your next topic is lying, I thought you might enjoy a related anecdote. I once told a great lie to my girlfriend based on the fact that I looked a bit like one of the angelic children in the school hall at the start of Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. 
I basically told her I was in it, and she believed me for about three years until she mentioned it in front of my mum, and she pigging ruined it. <laughs> I wonder if I could also convince her that I was this young Macaulay Culkin as well. I like it. I think he could get away with the Macaulay Culkin thing as well. How would you suggest that he does that then? The next time she leaves the home, so yeah. he's effectively going to be home alone, he should, just, <laughs> he should just freak out. <laughs> he should just freak out. Yeah, maybe set up some booby traps. It's a really good summary of the film Home Alone. Boy gets left on his own and he freaks out. <laughs> All right, and we should also address an issue relating to podcast chapter 10, Video Games, in which Rich said that anyone who he hasn't seen for about two years, he basically just forgets about. (laughs) Now, we had a tweet in uh, from Flat29Friend, who we haven't seen for a few years, listener Lisa, who says, Rich, considering you ignore people who you haven't seen for a couple of years, does that mean you'll blank me if you see me on the streets? No, of course I wouldn't. I'm a friendly, approachable person. (laughs) What's the cutoff? point give me a definite cutoff point it's it's my assessment on how awkward it would be and it wouldn't be <laughs> awkward in lisa's case at all okay. but in certain cases it would be awkward like who come on tell, give us give us names you saw steve he's he steve he's steve steve i don't know you've forgotten him already rich you're yeah, heartless i know i'm heartless sorry steve you used to regale us with stories about steve and you now saying that if you saw him on the street you could just blank him yeah i know <laughs> such a bitch let's just say if you're worried if you know rich and haven't seen him for a few years and you're worried about whether he'd blank you or not (laughs) write in and he'll tell you so don't worry lisa i wouldn't blank you if anything i'd do the opposite (laughs) what be too enthusiastic (laughs) send us an email whenever you can i know you're really busy deleting your spam Flat29.com And why not jazz it up with an emoticon Or a lolcat Shut up lolcat Now, as we record this, it is in the first week of April And we've just been past April the 1st, April Fool's Day Which is an exciting time for lies um, did you guys have any good April Fools done on you? I saw one on the one show, but you know, do we really want to talk about the one show? No, <laughs> I guess no, not. No, we don't. <laughs> I'm um, not going to carry on then. Uh, a friend of mine who. Are you actually going to go into a story or are you just complain? No, no. <laughs> you're on, threatening. You you're getting very close to the precipice of talking about the one show. Let's just back <laughs> off. <laughs> I think we should come up with some ideas for next year. This time next year, we're going to do some amazing Flat 29 April Fools, I'm sure. We'll get our shit together and do something. What should we do? What do you think? If we reveal them now, won't people then know for next year? I know, but oh, I get it. If we whisper, if we people won't hear, if we whisper, won't hear. Okay, I like what you're Let's going huddle with in. This. Okay, so, what, what are we gonna do? Let's huddle in. Let's huddle Rich, in. Rich, you have to whisper. What? Rich, what what boys do you fancy? Uh, <laughs> now, now we're whispering. We might as well tell some secrets. Steve, I fancy Steve. <laughs> I knew it. That's why you blanked him. No, but anyway, April Fools. What we should do? <laughs> yeah. Is, um, go to someone's bedroom and bury them in sand and then put loads of ants in the room. Everybody who listens. Yeah, and um, they'll just wake up and they'll feel like a fool. (laughs) That is a weird and unusual punishment for someone who's committed no crime. (laughs) 
That's a All shit, right, well, well, we'll do that. Anyway, listeners, no <laughs> April Fools will be happening. Challenge Charlie. Let's take away his dignity and pride. Challenge Charlie. We'll make him do whatever we decide. Challenge Charlie. Give him a pointless task, he can't say no. Challenge Charlie. He'll do it or he won't be on the next show. Challenge Charlie is the section where... In each chapter, we do a challenge for Charlie, and he's got to do it, or he is sacked from Flat 29. Now, for this chapter, I contacted Charlie before we started recording and told him to slip in a few lies into the podcast to try and trick Rich. So, Charlie, he's been lying to you, Rich. How do you feel about that? I feel bloody betrayed, basically. (laughs) Um, How could he do that to me? I've known him for so long. and What an idiot, eh? What a twat. What do you think they were, Rich? Raymi's demonstration on what to do in the wild at the barracks. I think that's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. No, he got it. (laughs) Go on then, Charlie. What was it? What were the other lies you sneaked past Rich? Um, I've never taken a polygraph test. Oh, yeah. Now, I told you to lie, Charlie, but I didn't. I just accepted that as truth. I didn't spot (laughs) that one either. Oh, shit. Yeah, because, like, that doesn't happen when you go to America. No. I didn't even question that. (laughs) I didn't. Oh, Charlie. I'm furious with you. Now, as an additional part of this challenge, I also contacted Rich, unbeknownst to Charlie, and told him the same thing. I told him that he's got to try and sneak some lies past Charlie. So we've been lying at each other left, right and centre throughout this whole bloody podcast. Rich, how many lies do you think you've managed to sneak past Charlie during this podcast? I'd say two, probably. Right. Charlie, cast your mind back to everything we've just been talking about. What do you think Rich might have been lying about? I'm, I'm really hoping he didn't get an early start on the fact that his fiance's dog really did roll in the cat. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an elaborate lie, if that's the case. Uh, official World Cup song. Yeah, you got me. You got me. Oh, was that that was a lie then, was it? Yeah, that was a lie, man. Oh, Did I didn't get that me? one either. I thought you'd actually submitted one. It's the sort of thing I might do. Exactly. Say, if it was real. You but... both have convinced me more than each other. <laughs> <laughs> but Rich, what was the what was the name of your football song again? <laughs> Scoring the goals. <laughs> scoring the goals I think that's a shit title I think what we're going to have to do is take a future topic as sport and Rich you are going to have to write that song yeah I'll, I'll gladly write that definitely so on that deceptive bombshell that's it that is the end of Flat 29's Big Book of Everything chapter on lies now if you want to get in touch with us you can contact us via email podcast at flat29.com twitter twitter.com slash flat29 or facebook just search for Flat 29's Big Book of Everything and we'd really like you to get in touch with us with some of your best lies maybe you can lie to us or tell us about lies that you've made in the past just lie lie your little heart out in the form of an email and we would love to hear that so our next next chapter in two weeks time will be about love we will see you then goodbye flat 29's big book of everything another topic down a millions to go we've covered that in enormous detail there's nothing else you could possibly want to know I like to think the bits on the end of the podcast make it sound like it's a never-ending laugh in the flat 29 house. <laughs>
<laughs> like it just fades away into joyous fun. Yeah. It's one non-stop ride. 